This is the Biz News Podcast, one-on-one conversations with experts in business and personal development. Forced to shut down his events company because of the COVID-19 pandemic, Lewis Schenk knew he needed to pivot and build a business that could future-proof itself. To do that, he says he drew upon many lessons learned from the golf course. Now, as the pandemic seems to be easing, his new endeavor, the public relations company Boost Media Agency, boasts of having served more than 500 clients globally. Lewis Shank joins us for this business interview podcast. Uh, Lewis, uh, to get this underway, why don't you tell our viewers and listeners a little bit about yourself and your company? You had to do some sort of, a, I would call a COVID pivot, correct? Yeah, so to give you kind of the high level run through. So basically my company, Bruce Media Agency, Essentially, we work with businesses, brands, and entrepreneurs uh, to help them break out into the media and ultimately build their business through things like yeah, media interviews, podcasting, social media content, but then give them the strategies as well as that to actually you know, get more customers. So yeah, basically, I also own an events company, which I started back in 2019. And obviously, events and COVID don't go too well hand in hand. Um, so I was actually very fortunate. It was almost like a opportunity meets preparation moment as to how I, you know, got into the, the industry that I'm in now. Um, it was through one of my good friends. He, he set me up with a sales role. Long story short, learned everything about the business from working for this other guy. And being an entrepreneur myself, I said, you know what, I'm going to take this and kind of do my own thing. So yeah, and the rest is history. And, and you are saying that an awful lot of small businesses are, are missing out on uh, public relations. First, Give us your definition of public relations. Yeah, so my definition is basically how you are perceived by the public. So obviously, you know, we can we can all say great things about ourselves, but what people, you know, potential customers really want to hear is how good you are from other people, right? So the, we kind of break it down to like social proof. So like the three key social proofs are obviously, you know, case studies, uh, PR and media, and then uh, testimonials as well. So just things where other people say, how good you are versus, you know, you trying to tell them yourself. Okay. And you are also su- suggesting that uh, business people to become more, a little bit more successful should adopt what you call a sports mindset. What do you mean by that? We're not going to go out and play uh, rugby or anything like that, are we? No, definitely not. Definitely not. So kind of a background on that. So like I actually was in college in America for a few years on a college golf scholarship. Um, I was in Kansas, then Ohio. We traveled all over the country and, you know, I learned an awful lot. I didn't finish my degree there, but I moved back to Australia. And that's when I kind of like, you know, I guess I got into personal development and I I really took golf seriously for the first time. And like the two years from about 2017 to, or 2016 to 2018, I was, yeah, relentless in my work ethic. And so like the discipline, the patience, the, you know, trusting in the process that I learned from, you know, trying to play sport at the highest level. I had ambitions to turn pro, didn't work out, but taking that exact mindset of like a professional athlete into business, it, it accelerated my, you know, quote unquote success uh, faster than had I never done that stuff before. So yeah, you don't have to go out and play rugby, but, you know, just thinking of 
thinking of every situation of what would someone at the highest level do in this situation, you know, what would a billionaire do in this situation? And then you kind of reverse engineer the process. So yeah, that's, that's the kind of sports mindset that I bring into my, my day to day. Do you still go out onto, onto the links? I suspect you must. Oh yeah. Yeah, I do once a week. Actually, we've been playing a little bit more recently. So yeah, like I, I really burned myself out from golf trying to achieve it. I was just putting so much pressure on myself and, you know, but it was a great experience in hindsight. Um, but yeah, now I just, I don't have a handicap. I don't, you know, we keep score, but we're just playing for fun. Like, so it's, it's a lot more enjoyable that way. Now you have built your business uh, from the get-go during one of the toughest times since the, the great depression of the 1930s. How have you done it? Yeah. So, I mean, it has been incredibly tough for like a lot of businesses, but in terms of like a lot of businesses who operate online, those industries actually boomed. Right. So a lot of our clients are, you know, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, you know, marketing agencies. And like a lot of these industries actually boomed during COVID. So we were very fortunate that like, you know, we weren't affected. Um, obviously my events company was, but in terms of yeah, the PR and digital media stuff, like as long as, you know, people have an internet connection, they can work, they can, you know, make money. Yeah. So I guess just being able to, yeah, do things regardless of the, the external environment. How did, how did you go about uh, finding the right people to work with you during the COVID period? In terms of my team or in terms of our clients? Uh, in terms of your team, especially because Australia for a while had some of the uh, world's toughest lockdown provisions. Yes, indeed. Um, I actually, funny story, I actually moved from Melbourne, which was the strictest place on planet Earth. And I said, no, thank you came up to Queensland and it was like COVID didn't exist, but that's a whole different conversation. Um, yeah, that being said, so like a lot of our team is remote. So there's three of us here on the Gold Coast. And then we've got, yeah, team members in the US, team members in, got one in Venezuela. Um, so yeah, we've got, we've got team members all over the place. So the ability to work remotely and build a team remotely, obviously, yeah, like I kind of have the benefit of never actually building a team in person because then it might've been more difficult. So that was kind of like the only way I knew and had some great mentors that had done similar things and just kind of gave me the blueprint for that. In, in building your business, perhaps the toughest thing any, anybody uh, who's starting out from scratch finds is getting money in the front door. Uh, how did you manage mm -hmm. to do that? Yeah. So I guess kind of what I just mentioned, like my first ever mentor is actually a really good friend of mine. He he'd been in business a few years already himself and like, you know, there's a big misconception with business owners, right? They, well, new business owners, let's say, they, they start a business, they think, okay, I've got to go see a lawyer and get all these in a row. Then I've got to get a flashy website and business cards. And like, they've spent all this money and they don't have, they don't even know if they've got a product market fit yet. So what my friend said, he said, Lewis, do not worry about anything except making a sale. Right? He goes, literally, well, just forget about everything. Forget anything else exists and just go out there and make a sale, right? Because firstly, if you can make, you know, I guess 10 sales, it's kind of like you got a proven product market fit or a proven offer, whatever that may be. So literally just applying the 80-20 principle of 80% of the time spent on customer acquisition, connecting with people, letting them know what we do. So yeah, that was like the, the biggest mindset shift uh, or the biggest, like, I guess, thing that set me up to kind of start getting paying customers pretty soon. Lewis, you aren't necessarily a household name in Australia. So how did you uh, get through that front door the first couple of times? 
Yeah. So as I mentioned previously, I had the experience of like working remotely for another PR company. So yeah, I guess I got my foot in the door with the right people there, which then I kind of was able to leverage the things that they did. And yeah, I guess I just, you know, I always had like a decent, you know, number of like followers from like being in different schools and whatnot. So just starting to really build my brand and my personal brand. So I guess that is, that's kind of like the distinguishing thing for me. And I think what kind of advantage I had of others in my industry. And even like now what we do is like, we really focus on people's personal brand, whether they're, you know, a CEO of a massive company or if they're, you know, just a solopreneur, we really want to bring the human connection into the business, right? No one cares about a logo or whatever. Ultimately, at the end of the day, people enjoy people. And so we want to, you know, share the stories of founders and really help them build their brand that resonates with their audience and then, you know, helps everyone grow. So personal branding, uh, when I hear that term, I often think of the uh, the influencers on uh, YouTube uh, touting, uh, I don't know, whatever it might be. It's much be more than that, correct? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a million different definitions and everyone's got their own definition and whatever. But I mean, essentially, like you are your brand, right? Doug, you're your brand. I'm Lewis is my brand, right? So it's like, how do we show up online? Like, what kind of content are we producing? Like, how are we engaging with people? So every kind of thing we do is like our brand. From the moment someone sees us, right? That's going to create like the first initial perception of our brand. And, you know, like I have, just to give you kind of context, like we have like a pretty rigid qualification process of, you know, clients. And I, I just have an eye, like I, I'll tell my team, Cool. this person's brand good fit this person's brand not a good fit based off the first impression and you know there's obviously margin for error but like 90 percent of the time it's like it's pretty spot on so yeah it's about kind of creating the the brand and what you want to be known for so i know that was a long-winded answer but uh, i hope we could make some sense of that if if i took part of it out of that uh, i understood you'd say that you will reject clients well, yeah, I mean, there's obviously going to be people that aren't a good fit. Um, you know, there's there's some industries that I just wouldn't even bother working with because it's so like up in the air as to whether or not they actually get, you know, results, if that makes sense. There's, you know, Forex trading, network marketing, all these different things. So, yeah, and obviously there is like, you know, qualification based on budget. Some business owners just don't have certain budgets. So, yeah, that's that's kind of why we do it. As you look back on it, uh, COVID might have been a good thing for you. Yeah, it was uh, 100% probably the biggest blessing that happened for me personally. I know, like, I, I don't, I, I know how tragic it was and how many lives it has affected, but like, you know, yeah, the, the trajectory that kind of shifted my life on, I, I wouldn't be sitting here talking with you right now had that have happened, had that not have happened. What's ahead for you and your company? Give us the uh, look down the road, five, 10 years. Yeah. So five, 10 years. So, you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur naturally, like I have, you know, multiple companies and my, my long-term vision personally is, um, I'm, have you heard of Michael Masterson? Yes, I think so. So he's the author of a book called ready fire aim zero to a hundred million in no time flat. Incredible book. Um, if anyone has read it, yeah, you'll know what I'm talking about, but he builds companies and then either exits them or he's just essentially the founder where he's very uninvolved in the day-to-day and then he just oversees the companies like meetings. So ultimately my long-term vision is to have multiple companies and be that kind of founder where my whole role is just kind of the visionary. And so, yeah, in terms of where the company was, obviously I want to 
grow this business to, you know, eight figures eventually, and then, you know, have someone pretty much run the whole thing for me and move on. So not being in the business forever and just, you know, being able to truly work on the business and just be that visionary. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So Lewis, uh, as early as it is in your business, you already have a sort of an exit strategy. Yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I would love to say that I had an exit strategy. I have sort of like a long-term plan of what I want to do. And so, yeah, that, that's kind of like the, the North Star. That, that's what guides me. So, yeah, I, I would have no idea how to exit the business at this stage. But in terms of like the overall vision, like I want to build Bruce Media Agency into, you know, an industry leading, you know, world leading company and have an incredible team that can handle everything. Right. And then for me, it'll be like, cool, what am I really want to do next? So that's that's kind of it. One thing at a time, though, one one brick at a time. And you you have uh, staffers apparently scattered across the globe. Do you anticipate Correct. that you will continue that far-flung uh, staffing uh, strategy? Yeah, 100%, 100%. So for multiple reasons. One, we have, I would say, probably like a, at the moment, maybe like a 50-50 split on clients in Australia, clients in the U.S. So um, I actually want to get more people in the U.S. to kind of handle that just because of the time zones, like, you know, I, I'm an early riser. I get up between like 4.30 and 5 every day. But even then getting on calls at, you know, 5 in the morning, can your brain's not awake yet. So having someone to handle that side of things would be great um, in terms of like the business, the sales and stuff. So, yeah, I, I'm going to hire more people here, but then I'm definitely going to keep it overseas because, you know, hypothetically, what if the internet shut down in one country and then the whole business failed? That, that's a single point of failure, right? And so by having people in different places, then we kind of avoid that. Lewis, you've been really generous with thoughts and, and uh, observations that uh, are refreshing. But what would you like to add that I haven't uh, been bright enough to ask you? Um, I guess, do you mean when it comes to like, you know, my field of work or just business in general? Whatever you would like to add uh, is it's up to you. Yeah. So the, the very first thing that popped into my mind when you said that was like, it's just one quote. It's probably my favorite quote of all time. Um, the quote is like, don't talk about it, be about it, right? And so, like you mentioned before, there's the influencers online who, you know, talk about all this stuff, but a lot of them aren't about it. So like, you know, despite what it might seem like, I don't tell a lot of people like my plans or like what exactly I'm working on. Like, obviously I gave you the high level picture here, but I'd rather be the person that bees about it, gets the work done, then goes on social media talking about it. So yeah, just, just being true to yourself and, um, I think listening to your intuition, it will guide you pretty well in, you know, both life and business. Lewis, a, a couple of me mechanical things, and that is you probably have a website for, for the company or some way for people to, to get in touch with you. What would that be? Yeah, definitely. So uh, BruceMediaAgency.com would be the best place to find the business. Um, yeah, I've actually got a ton of like free resources as well. So yeah, if anyone listening is interested in learning about media and stuff, I could send you over our free guide on literally how to get your brand into the media. So yeah, just send me a DM on Instagram at Lewis Shank and yeah, can hook it up. You've been watching the Biz News Podcast. We welcome your input. Send your email to editor at biznews.com. Thanks for watching.